0: And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. I do a lot of research. Look at a lot of different scientific websites. Look for new studies. New clinical data. But I want to share that. Because you and I have to do our own research and come up with our own concepts of what health is. All you hear from a doctor is, well, eat a balanced diet. Well, what does that mean? Eat a balanced diet. Doctors have no knowledge of health and nutrition. Drugs may help some people avoid a serious crisis or maybe even death. Drugs are necessary and have a place in our lifestyle, but we consume too many drugs for conditions that are caused by our lifestyle choices. We choose as to how we want to live. But sometimes I don't think people realize that the choices they make influence our health. We get too little sleep. We are too lazy. We don't do enough exercise or engage in enough activity. And we eat all the wrong kinds of food. We eat because of pleasure. We eat because of stress. We eat just because it tastes good. We don't think about what impact the food has on our health. Food is our medicine. It's the only thing that drives either a healthy environment in our body or an unhealthy environment. Food is our fuel, it's what helps us be healthy or unhealthy. So I'm just trying to encourage you to change your lifestyle choices, especially as we enter a new year. And it does not take a lot. In fact, the body is so forgiving that we can abuse our body for decades and then just minor changes. Over a period of maybe three to six months, we can have a whole new opportunity of health. I see it all the time. Change to a better quality of diet. Don't eat all the carbohydrates and sugar, soft drinks, juices, They're all laden with sugar, even the natural juices. Way too much sugar. You were meant to eat the fruit, not to drink the juice. Water, and more water, is the best choice of a beverage. Coffee's good, tea's good, but not juice. A glass of orange juice contains about 14 teaspoons of sugar. Oh, yeah, it's natural. But the body doesn't care what it is. It's just more sugar coming into its environment. And somehow, your insulin has to deal with all that sugar. And it can't. It can't keep up with the amount of sugar that comes into our body environment. So it malfunctions. Sugar is our biggest block to good health. That means carbohydrates as well. Because all starch, beets, carrots, potatoes, and all grains and the flour of grains, cereals, pasta, breads, crackers, cookies, pretzels, whatever it might be, all convert to sugar in the body because that's the only way that it's metabolized. And we have so much sugar, the body can't use it all. So it stores it in our body in the form of fat. All that fat comes from carbohydrates and sugar, not from fat. Fat really is our friend. We need more fat in our diet and drastically less sugar and carbohydrates and more protein. Proteins and fats are essential. Fats provide us with essential fatty acids. Protein supplies us with essential amino acids. We can't live without either one fat or protein. And we can live without carbohydrates and sugar. We don't need them. There are no essential carbohydrates or sugar. We can get by with very, very low carbohydrates and sugar. Maybe less than 50 grams of carbohydrates daily. When the American diet supplies about 400 to 500 grams of carbohydrates and sugar. 10 times more than what we need. So I'll probably bug you all year through 2023. Just maybe, maybe that we can make some progress. Every day try to do something more healthy. Sometimes it's just a little bit of a few steps Can make a difference. Today we got some great topics. We're going to talk about the value of zinc and selenium. We're going to talk about the health benefits of eating nuts. Well, you'll see more nuts sold during holidays, but we should eat nuts every day. A handful of nuts every day, is part of a good, healthy diet. And what do you know about sugar substitutes? And you know SAD, S-A-D? A a form of depression? Well, vitamin D can prevent SAD, S-A-D. And then we'll talk about a miracle brain booster. Brain booster and heartburn relief. And what about a B12 deficiency? How does that affect us? How do you feed your immune system? Your immune system is a function in the body that protects you, protects us from foreign invasion by infection, viruses, viral infection, bacterial infection, fungal infection, and that means cold and flu, COVID-19, and all the other strains that are caused by viral infection. Minerals are essential nutrients. That means we can't live without them. And when we don't get enough minerals or vitamins, the body malfunctions. It leaves clues symptoms, signs of malfunction. And then the drug companies classify that with the FDA that those are diseases. Those symptoms of a lack of a vitamin and mineral or mineral is classified as a disease and the drug companies are the only ones that can treat that disease caused by a lack of a vitamin or mineral. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. They're so essential that they've been classified by the FDA as essential that we can't live without. And yet there are 2.5 billion people worldwide that are deficient in both zinc and selenium. And minerals are very important for the immune system. The fact is, this is a medical fact. Get out a textbook on the immune system and you'll see a lack of a key mineral like selenium or zinc can can and may lead to increased risk of infection, chronic inflammation. That's what people died from during COVID-19, during the pandemic. People died from the infection, died from chronic inflammation of the upper respiratory tract. And people were put on a ventilator. And the research on a ventilator that is placed on a person that is deficient in zinc, death is almost 90% assured. They're looking for vaccines, drugs, not nutrition, not making the person healthier. I always classified the immune system like the army of our body or a police force of our body. What does the army do? What does the army do for our country? It protects our country from foreign invasion. It is equipped with tools and weapons And ammunition to fight, if necessary, a foreign invasion or go to another country and help a friendly country to protect their country. And vitamins and minerals are necessary to build up the immune system, to make the tools available that are manufactured by a healthy immune system to destroy the virus or bacteria or the fungus. Now, there are many herbs that can help in the case of boosting and strengthening the immune system. But it makes it so much tougher for herbs or berries or whatever they might be that are classified as immune-enhancing when the vitamins and minerals are missing. We need four vitamins and two minerals to make assured that our immune system has the ammunition, the weapons, the tools, the ammunition to destroy the virus. And we are not getting all the vitamins and minerals that are required for healthy immune function. We need vitamin A, not beta-carotene. And you will look at almost all daily vitamin supplements and they all have beta-carotene as vitamin A. Beta-carotene is not vitamin A. Beta-carotene can convert to vitamin A under perfect conditions and there are people that are sick with cancer or type 2 diabetes or even type 1 diabetes, they can't convert beta carotene into vitamin A. I would always insist, take straight natural vitamin A like retinol. So even if we have just suboptimal, that means not quite enough, but we are getting some of these four vitamins and two minerals, like zinc and selenium, but maybe not enough. So even if we get a suboptimal intake of minerals, less than an outright deficiency, can still impair the immune system, and its immune function and lead to an increased risk of acute and chronic diseases. We have diseases because we are not eating right. We have diseases because we're eating foods that do not supply the vitamins and minerals. And it has to come from food first. Supplements are great. They fill in the gap of vitamins and minerals that are missing from the foods that we're eating, to make like an insurance program. Why do we take out fire insurance on our house? Because it may, we may have a fire, but we take out insurance ahead of time. We want to be protected and vitamins and minerals make up an insurance for us that we can prevent the fire, prevent viral infection, prevent inflammation. So we want to stock up on vitamins and minerals that are classified that have to be available in our daily intake to give us the optimal level, the peak optimal level of immune function. So we need to feed our immune system Now, zinc, for the immune system, it's required, medically required, and where are you getting your zinc? Are you just eating fast food? Are you just eating anything you want? Are you eating just things that taste good? How do you know you're getting all the zinc you should have? Years ago, food was growing in the, in the ideal soil. Today, we don't put back the minerals in the soil. We use artificial fertilizers that stimulate growth, but not to assure all the vitamins and minerals are there. But we need zinc, and it's absolutely required for the normal growth and function of the immune cells. We need immune cells, that's the army, that protects our health. And zinc is essential for the skin. Why? Because skin is a barrier that protects the body from pathogens. Pathogens are like a virus or a bacteria or a fungal infection. Now, one sign of zinc deficiency is red, cracked, dry skin. If your skin is very dry and it cracks easily, and if you look at your fingernails and you see a white spot on your fingernails, that is a zinc deficiency. But we don't know all the deficiencies, we don't know that we have a suboptimal immune system. Kids with colds were treated with zinc, and what did they experience? Kids with colds, after being treated with zinc, saw an 83% reduction in duration of coughs. They saw a 63% reduction in the duration of a runny Knows. In patients hospitalized for COVID, 90% of those with zinc deficiency experience complications and death versus 30% of patients with normal zinc levels. If we don't have the vitamins and minerals, our immune system can't work. So they give us a virus. They give us an injection. Excuse me, a vaccine, not a virus. They give us a vaccine to build up the immune system. Money, 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 money talks. Sell a lot of vaccines. Billions of, millions of dollars. Billions of dollars. And we could build up our health so much less complicated, and very inexpensively. Take extra zinc and selenium to build up your immune system. Take vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin E. All are required for a healthy, optimal functioning immune system. Now, selenium, you know, first of all, zinc, go back to zinc a a moment. If you have enough zinc in your body, and some of the top experts in zinc therapy suggest anywhere from 30 milligrams of zinc to 100 milligrams of zinc per day. The virus cannot enter the cell of the human that that the virus is attacking Say you have come into contact with COVID-19 and they're going to infect you because you're the neighbor next door to them, maybe on a plane, so you're flying in the economy squashed together, elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. So that person with the virus infection is going to contaminate you But if you have plenty of zinc, that virus cannot enter the cell of your body. Now it has to enter the cell of your body to do the damage that that it's going to do. You can block it. You can block the uptake of the virus with plenty of zinc daily. And then with selenium, Higher levels of selenium daily are consistently associated with reduced risk of infectious diseases, milder symptoms in cases of infection, now reduced risk of mortality, reduced risk of death in cases of infection. But why didn't those smart doctors? tell us about this because there's no money in it. There's no money in vitamins and minerals. They want the billions of dollars that they make on the vaccines. And the vaccines have never been tested. Some vaccines have taken years and decades to develop. And the COVID-19 vaccines they made in six months. Hardly enough to know how many people you're going to kill or cause heart disease or cause all the other complications. There are more people dying from vaccinations. Vaccinated people are dying more or more complications than those that are non-vaccinated. Some great studies were done on selenium. They took a group of animals, mice, rats, And divided them in half. Half got a diet that included plenty of selenium. The other half of the animals had the same kind of diet, but specifically no selenium. So one part of the group got plenty of selenium, the other group got no selenium. And then they were all infected with the virus. The group that got plenty of selenium, no animal died in that group. They may have gotten mildly sick, but no one died. In the group of animals that had a diet similar to the other group, but no selenium, 90% of all the animals died. And when a person becomes infected, with a virus, and they have no selenium, that virus mutates and replicates into a very strong strain of the virus. So, you know, when they're talking about a stronger strain now, uh, now, now coming, uh, we just detected a stronger strain, more people are dying from the stronger strain, where do you think that strain came from? Where did that virus come from? It came from within a infected individual that was not healthy enough to kill the virus or block the virus. So the virus becomes stronger in the absence of zinc and selenium. And then when they infect somebody else, now that new person being infected with a greater, more damaging strain of the virus. Now COVID-19. In China, the cure rate in early state of the pandemic in areas known for high selenium intake was 36%. Unfortunately, there are many billions of people, I won't say billions, let's say millions, 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 in China that are very deficient in zinc and selenium. Worldwide, there's 2.5 billion individuals that are very deficient in zinc and selenium. Most of Europe, parts of the United States, and parts of China. Now, when they had plenty of selenium, plenty of zinc, they were able to have a cure rate of 36%. But the cure rate in areas with low selenium intake was 13%. In Europe, selenium levels were over 30% higher in people who survived COVID infection versus people who did not. It's selenium and zinc, and I'll wager that they're far more effective than a vaccine. So what else should you know about zinc and selenium if you wish to strengthen your immune system? Well, the zinc makes a big difference as to the quality and type of zinc. The best absorbed zinc in the body, in the human, is called zinc bisglycinate chelate. All minerals in order to be absorbed have to be chelated to something chelation is like the claw of a lobster and the claw is to pick things up to engulf it well the chelation is the process of engulfing engulfing the mineral with a amino acid so bisglycinate, spelled B like in boy. ISGLYCINATE. Bisglycinate, chelate. It's a type of zinc proven very effective in clinical research. Forty-three percent higher absorption than zinc gluconate, another type of zinc. So if you want the best for your money, get the one that is best absorbed and, and, and usable usable by the body. And it's less likely to cause stomach upset. Zinc is a very harsh excuse me, a very harsh mineral. And some people have difficulty taking taking it on an empty stomach. Now I've got to pause here, I'll come back with more right here right on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. We'll come back right after these commercials with more on zinc and selenium. And welcome back, my friends. We're back here with Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And we're here to the top of the hour. We're here for the next portion of Terry Talks Nutrition. And we're talking about zinc and selenium. Now, many people have infection all kinds of different kinds of infection. Bladder infection, kidney infection, upper respiratory tract infection, sinusitis, infection of the sinuses, infection infection caused by viruses, more primarily than bacteria or fungal, but they all can be blocked with vitamins and minerals. That's what was intended by nature not vaccines. Now, the best form of selenium is from yeast. Y-E-A-S-T. Selenium yeast is a fermented yeast that performs a high level of selenium. Clinically studied for more bioavailable than inorganic forms of selenium. Take somewhere between 30 and 100 milligrams of zinc bisglycinate, 200 micrograms, much, much less than milligrams. Selenium should not be taken more than 400 MCGs or micrograms daily for optimal immune boosting effect. So you can even look for a combination. Go to your health food store and ask for a combination of selenium and zinc. They're in the right portion, the right combinations. And if the company did the research, they came up with the right levels of each one of those minerals, which has a huge effect in blocking viral infection, and the complications of viral infection. All right, so store your body and support your body with zinc and selenium, and you will reduce complications of viruses, cold and flu, You'll strengthen your immune system. Our body has an immune system. It doesn't have to be vaccinated to make another immune function. We have it. We just have to keep it healthy. And if you don't have enough zinc and selenium, it's not going to be healthy. So let's talk about another subject. The health benefits of eating nuts. Now here's a study, replacing carbohydrates. Remember I said carbohydrates, sugar? Well, what do we use for snacks then instead of carbohydrates like chips, all the sugar? So we can replace carbohydrates with nuts as a snack, like almonds. Researchers in Australia compared the effects of snacking on a serving of almonds or the equivalent number of calories from a carbohydrate-based snack like cereal bars. All those quick bars they sell in airports and in convenience stores, cereal bars, all carbohydrates and rice crackers, all carbohydrates. So 30 minutes after the snack, whether it was nuts or cereal bars, and again after the meal, researchers measured blood levels of two hours after the snack, and the subjects of the study were allowed 30 minutes to eat however much they wish, as much as they wish from a buffet. The almond snack, the group of the subjects that had an almond snack or handful of almonds, ate significantly less food from the buffet than the group snacking on carbohydrates. And there are many other benefits for the group that snack, snacked on nuts rather than carbohydrates. Those that snack on almonds, nuts, had a 47% lower C-peptide levels, the C-peptide is created when insulin is produced. And if you have a high C-peptide level, indicates high blood sugar levels, high A1C, all coming from carbohydrates. And the darn thing is, the Diabetic Association is still recommending carbohydrates for the diabetic. Type 2 diabetics, when switching from carbohydrates to proteins and fats, almost entirely eliminate the need for medication for type 2 diabetics. Some people just don't want to give up what they thought was good at one time, and admit their mistake and change their recommendations to diabetics. So study two on nut eating. A 30 year study, very impressive. 30 year study on the effects of eating nuts. Diet and health information was collected from over 3,000 healthy men and women, age 18 to 30. They took all this health information at the beginning of the study called baseline, again at year seven, and again at year 20. 20 year study. 3,000 healthy men and women eating nuts. Just a handful. Wasn't the entire meal, wasn't a very large portion, but physical and laboratory tests were taken regularly over a 30-year period, 30 years. The subjects were divided into three groups based on their dietary intake of nuts. One group had no nuts daily. No nuts in their diet. Another group ate walnuts, and nuts other than walnuts. So you have three groups, no nuts, one group with nuts of walnuts, and then the other group ate nuts but not walnuts, another kind of nut. So the results after a 30-year study, people who started eating nuts earlier in in their lives had better overall health scores later in life. And people who ate nuts or walnuts had better health versus non-nut eaters, those that did not eat any nuts. At least if you eat nuts of some kind, you have better health than not eating nuts. But those that ate walnuts had even better heart health and lower BMI, the waist circumference, blood pressure, blood triglycerides, than those eating other types of nuts. When I talk about olive oil being the premier oil, and I can bear that out with facts over facts over facts, walnuts are the premier choice of all nuts for the health benefits that I just mentioned. Better heart health, losing weight easier, lowering lowering the waist circumference, lowering blood pressure, lowering blood triglycerides than those that eating other types of nuts. A small handful of walnuts every day. Now, that is like a medicine. Medicine, drugs, can be proven to have better heart health, help people lose weight, lower the waist circumference. We know we have blood pressure medication. We have blood triglyceride medication, but why not do it with walnuts? Makes much more sense to me to eat a handful of walnuts every day rather than taking a synthetic drug or medication so so really nuts is a medicine olive oil is a medicine and generally healthy food is our medicine now here's a new study on sugar substitutes not sugar but on the substitutes that people use instead of sugar thinking thinking they're doing something good You're not. You're not doing anything good. Why? Because of the effects of sugar substitutes on your body. And here's why researchers in Israel looked at the effects of sugar substitutes, including artificial sweeteners, aspartame, sucralose. They treated 120 patients or subjects with different types of sugar substitutes given like a daily medicine in a sachet versus glucose or no sugar. The result of this study of these 120 subjects, patients, receiving the sugar substitutes had altered intestinal microflora probiotics and developed impaired glycemic response abnormal response to sugar a sign of diabetes sugar substitutes increases the risk of diabetes type 2 then the researchers conducted fecal microflora, transplants from humans into germ-free mice who were not given artificial sweeteners, but developed impaired glucose response as well. So the sugar substitutes create a very negative environment throughout the intestinal tract and kills off all the good probiotics. So, if you're spending your money on probiotics, or you should be taking some probiotics, and you use sugar substitutes, you're killing off all the bacteria. So, maybe you should be ready to ditch the pink, yellow, and blue sugar substitute packets. Animal research has shown that artificial sweeteners cause weight gain. (laughs) Yes, yes, weight gain. Brain tumors, bladder cancer, and many other health hazards. So these artificial sweeteners include aspartame, saccharin, sucralose, None of them are natural, they're chemicals, so you're taking a drug-like sugar substitute, which has many side effects, and some of these side effects are quite serious. Brain tumors, bladder cancer, uh uh-uh, I don't want that. I'm not going to use artificial sweeteners, I'm not going to even use sugar. Now, SAD, S-A-D. Sometimes it means the standard American diet. But this case, the S-A-D means seasonal affective disorder. People have depression, anxiety. So does winter make you sad? Some people just hate winter because of the gray, depressing weather, the gray, depressing days, and it's been estimated that for 18 million Americans, 18 million Americans, fall and winter darkness means depressed mood and increased anxiety. There's an easy way to relieve the greatest symptoms of SAD. Vitamin D, vitamin D3. Research studies have consistently shown a link between low vitamin D levels and the increased risk of seasonal affective disorder. A clinical study looked at light therapy versus vitamin D as a treatment for seasonal affective disorder. Half of the subjects or patients received light treatments for one month. Another half, or the other half, I should say, of subjects received 100,000 IUs of vitamin D at the start of the trial. Not daily, not weekly, not monthly, but at the start of the trial. And I emphasize that because I don't want you taking 100,000 units of vitamin D. This was a study that 100,000 units of vitamin D was given to the subjects at the start of the trial. Now the results of this trial, all subjects... All individuals receiving vitamin D saw a significant improvement as measured by a standardized depression scale. While there were no changes in the depression scores of people receiving light therapy, light therapy does not do anything for seasonal seasonal depression. Vitamin D3, somewhere between 5,000 and 20,000 IUs per day. Everyone is different, so there was no way to determine the optimal level in this case. Have you heard of berberine? B-E-R-B-E-R-I-N-E. What is berberine? Berberine is an alkaloid extracted from various herbs, and it is very, very yellow. It's a yellow pigment. And there are tremendous benefits from berberine. If you told a doctor of what berberine can do, they would probably just think you're crazy. Because doctors are so accustomed to drug therapy, and a drug is one molecule. So the research in drug therapy is to target a pathway, a pathway, one pathway, because it can't work on multiple pathways. But plants contain multiple molecules, hundreds if not thousands, that work on a variety of pathways all at the same time at different levels of those pathways. So it's not like using one drug. It's like using a pharmacy of natural alternative medicines. And Berberine is classified as a medicinal compound found in plants like barberry, organ grape, and golden seal. Golden seal is now almost an extinct plant. I don't think you could find it at all if you were walking through a wooded area. It's pretty much extinct. and they're best known for treating what we call metabolic syndrome. And the metabolic syndrome has five classic symptoms and berberine affects every one of those symptoms. So it lowers blood sugar. In patients with type two diabetes, lowers the fasting blood sugar by 26%, and reduces the A1C levels by 18%, and a reduction in triglycerides by 18%, and it effectively lowers blood pressure. And there is really good research today from some, some from very recently released studies published studies for its effect against cancer colon cancer and gastrointestinal cancer as well as pancreatic cancer now i'm not saying it cures cancer but it does lower the risk of cancer it does improve from research clinical research scientific evidence that berberine, when it is given to a cancer patient with chemotherapy, it makes the chemotherapy more effective and less toxic. So it reduced lung cancer cell replication by up to 30%. It decreased the activity of proteins that stimulate cancer spreading metastasizing by fifty percent. So if you can localize the cancer, you have a better chance to survive. Better chance to survive than if it spreads throughout the body. You might have cancer of the kidneys, and it spreads to the bones, spreads to the liver. It makes it much more difficult to treat three, four kinds of cancer. And that's what berberine does. It stops the spreading of cancer by fifty percent. Five zero. And in a previous study, berberine reduced lung cancer tumor size by 74% in an animal model of non-small cell lung cancer. How to use berberine? Well, the standard dosage in some of these studies have been 500 milligrams three times daily The problem with berberine it has very limited absorption very poor bioavailability It's been estimated that you can only absorb about 2% of the of the amount taken orally poor water solubility so in order to have the best effect from berberine, I would suggest a bioenhanced absorption form of berberine. One that is combined with gamma-cyclodextrin. It increases the absorption up to eight times. Eight times. It's not how much you take, it's how much you absorb. Absorption is the key to good health. Berberine with a gamma cyclodextrin formation, well, formulation showed that it increased the effects of the material of berberine by nine times and doubled the effects versus standard berberine in a cell study effect on cancer cells. So you want increased absorption. Why take more when you can take less but it does more. You don't have to take more if you have a substance that has been combined with scientific technology that will increase the absorption of a smaller amount to do more, much, much better off. So here's one last little tip before I end the program today. We're almost out of time. Natural relief for a clogged nose, how can we do that? Eliminate mucus and congestion with essential oils of eucalyptus and myrtle. It reduces the inflammation in the sinuses, helps reactivate the hair like growth on the mucus membranes, the fluttering projections inside the sinuses that push mucus and foreign particles out of the area. It thins the mucus or so drains more easily. Direct antiviral, antibacterial effects to treat the underlying causes of respiratory congestion. It works really quickly. Take 320 milligrams of a combination of eucalyptus and myrtle, the oil of eucalyptus, the oil of myrtle, once or twice daily. And with that, my friends, I'm all out of time and I've got to run. I'm a bit over time. So say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, my friends. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.